Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> never duplicated. I think I am going to change that. <laughs> I'm ready for a new song. Never duplicated. Um, we're back. We're back. Oh my goodness. Mother Day week. Mother's Day was over the weekend. You were gone. And I was gone. You were out. I decided to go visit Miss Janice. Okay. In North Carolina. Miss Janice. And I flew in through D.C. so I could see some of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And then made the journey. It's literally a journey down to um, the town that I live in called... Well, I live... Actually, I don't live in the town. The town is, has 5,000 people. And it's called a Hosky, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I live... Outside of a Husky, North Carolina, okay. between Harrisville and a Husky. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but it in sounds a place country called Cofield. It sounds country as hell. <laughs> it it is. really does. We just recently, I recently got my mother <clears throat> an a internet. Tractor? No. no, no, she had been had tractors. <laughs> I recently got her um, internet. Okay. So satellite. So they they have no broadband. Cable does not come. The only way they can get cable or satellite is through satellite. And okay. we got satellite um, internet as well. So that was great because I was able to use it mm-hmm. um, as well as I got them central air and heat. Because before they had like the baseboard heat oh, God. and the window the units the uh-huh. oh, and the Jesus. window units. And, you know, one minute, one space you're hot and the other space you're cold, too mm-hmm. cold. So it's just it made the experience a lot more comfortable. Okay. Um, but I have to say this part. So today I was like, my booty's itching. <laughs> And I was like, why is my booty inching? Like, literally, I was like, I was like, do I have a pimple on my butt? Don't tell me. So I, I went, I go back up to the mirror, and like, pull my pants down. I was like, what? I was like, it's always something, isn't it? So I proceed to try uh, is, to... Is it always something? It's always something going it? back there. <laughs> um, Jesus. Either bounce a boo-boo or, you know, <laughs> so something. I was like, I thought maybe itch. something bit my butt. Maybe it was a pimple that needed to be popped. So I proceeded to kind of push it uh-huh. and pop it. And it was like, fluid was coming out. Ugh. And then... It was a tick. Oh, my God. It was a tick. A tick had bit me in the ass and had implanted itself. Oh, my God. That's so gross. And we have ticks in North Carolina. So you right. walk around in the yard Obviously, and ticks yeah. jump on you. And I had forgot. I hadn't been home in North Carolina in such a long time. I had forgot you can't go walk around barefoot or like in sandals in the yard. Booty shorts. I didn't have no booty shorts on because when I go back, I literally become, you know, like a Muslim woman. Okay. You know, I just put on, I had my Janet going on. Okay. I just very much a low key. Don't know. Don't say nothing to me. I won't say nothing to you. Redneck, leave me alone. So I had a, my, my butt. So where did, like, what did you do? Like, where did it go? Did you? I, well, thing is I, well, first I thought that it was a pimple that had like a, um, you know, like this a little crust. Like grossing yeah, I, I thought it was like I, I thought it was like, a little, I I thought it was a little crust on it or something. So I thought it was a scam. I looked at it. I was like, "Oh no, that's a tick." Was it like moving? No, shit? no, 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 no. It wasn't. Okay. It you was like it. It, was, it was like a deflated. I don't know what had happened. Like the tick. Yeah, I've seen ticks. They're like yeah. little disc. Little disc skin. moments. So it was uh-huh. a disc moment, and I didn't. I, t- I saved it in case you know, because from ticks you can get the Rocky Mountain. Um, spotted fever. The story keeps getting country and country. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> or you can get Lyme disease like Yolanda. Yolanda, yeah. And so the the Rocky Mountain uh, spotted fever you can get from dogs. Rocky and Mountain spotted fever. Fever okay. is from ticks that dog ticks. And the um, Lyme disease, disease is, from, is from deer. 
Oh. And then if you get that, if you, so the so just to educate the love muffins, if you're ever bit by a tick, if you're bit by a tick and you get like this bullseye around the bite, that's Lyme disease. Okay. You if, don't have a bullseye, dude. No, I don't have a bullseye. It's healing up quite. You want to see? I'm I'm sorry, go ahead, right here. Yeah, pull I'm, it out. Okay. Yeah, shut this podcast fine. down. Yeah. Put this no. big old booty out. <laughs> wop, 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 wop. Okay, so, and then the other one is like, so you would get like um, the Rocky Mountain spider fever. You get like a really bad fever. That's why I call it fever. <laughs> and you get a really bad headache. And then you get rashes on your wrists and at your ankles that then spread. Okay, they're fine. No. I would have a serious headache. I was like, some, is, I'm, I'm okay. It okay. was just that I really thought, I was like, I, I didn't register it could be a tick. Right. I was like mad. I was like, I'm like, probably be the last thing like, that oh, I would yeah. think. I was like, I never get pimples on my booty. Right. My booty. <laughs> like I said, that booty. Okay, so, yeah. So I, that happened. And then I stayed down there for like two days. I drove back. And I wanted to go to the African... Um, Art Museum, the, the African American, the Heritage Museum, mm-hmm. the African, yeah. you know, African American Heritage Museum. But um, I didn't, I couldn't get tickets because they had already given out tickets. Yeah, and I didn't want to pull like you know and be scarred, give me my tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is. And I, you know, I went to go. You'll I love plants. I love plants. So I went to botanical gardens. Okay. And the botanical gardens in Washington D.C. are enchanting. Could you have gotten the tick from there? Do you think maybe? No, 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 no. no. They don't have no deer or dogs running around there. I mean, it was from the country. No, no, okay. yeah. Country is how you get it. They got deer and dogs, and in the country that people use dogs to hunt. Yolanda well, got hers in Malibu, didn't she? What she's probably walking around in the, upon the in wilderness, the lemon, lemon trees, in the lemon trees. Mm-hmm. Was probably because of the deers and stuff. They have deer or Not something, true. dogs, and you know. Yeah. Anyway, so the botanical gardens are beautiful. And then I said, well, let me go home and see my people. You know, a part of I'm mixed with um, my mother's Irish and my father's black and Native American mm-hmm. and Jewish, but whatever. Um, so I went and to the Native American Museum. Okay. And that was equally as amazing and enchanting mm-hmm. as the Botanical Gardens. It was just so good to, to interact with people. And then one of the workers that was there... Um, came up to me. He was like, you look like you're a Meharian. Are you Meharian? I was like, yeah, I am Meharian. You know, well, he didn't come up to me. I actually went up to him. Um, he, well, he came up to me to do a survey, to move mm-hmm. some things around. And then he guessed that I was Meharian and then also said that he's from some neighboring tribe. I said, oh, okay. kind of weird. Well, yeah, it's like I mean, I a, little, like, a little invasive. I thought you had to be a little, you know, a little, a little, a little out there centric to be like, I'm going to. I'm a part of this tribe and I'm a work here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. Like you really identify with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't necessarily, I identify with it, but I'm not like going to powwows and all that type of stuff. No, I mean, no, we do. No, they literally do powwows. I mean, I know. I they know. have, we have a many places where they do, they have powwows, like literally like, you know, powwows and they do the little dance. Mm-hmm. Okay. They do. It's so, it's <laughs> no, not even, <laughs> no, but it's so true. <laughs> Like we have powwows and TPs and okay, I all types of stuff. Listen, mm-hmm. I believe you. Even Meanwhile, got a river. I go to Coachella, so Coachella. Yeah, <laughs> not we're not misappropriating. We are the source. <laughs> so it was really good. Like you know, it was nice to go home, and it really reminded me of how far I've come. Like I've come a long way. Like I grew up in a house where there was no cable, there was no internet, and then to become a person who's known for their digital brand mm-hmm. is astonishing. Like it's True. only the glory of God because like I literally came from the worst school, one of the worst school systems in the country to then go to a school boarding school for people who are gifted in science and math, then go to college then come, you know, like, I was mm-hmm. like, how did that even happen? 
Mm-hmm. I'm just looking around like, wow. When people say you have, like, each person has a destiny, you have a destiny because there's no other way to explain. Right. Why well, you came from sticks and ticks. Sticks, sticks and ticks. You know what? <laughs> sticks and ticks. I and dicks in there. I haven't figured out how to sticks do it yet. And, I, I wasn't on the dicks part at that time. <laughs> sticks and ticks. Yeah. And then dicks. Then dicks. And then. I graduated dicks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe think about something. Anyway, so <laughs> moving on. <laughs> what happened in your weekend? I always talk about my weekend. <clears throat> what did I do? I didn't do much of shit, really. Mm-hmm. I uh, went out as usual. Mm-hmm. Went to this uh, live music thing on Sunday night. Uh, Mother's Day. My mom was in Georgia, so I sent flowers. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's it, really. And Nana's still there. Yeah, my grandmother's there, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. I wonder, is calling people Nana is that? That's a Midwest thing. Because yeah. I don't call them, like, my grandma's grandma. or Right. What do we call her? Grandma. It's grandma. Yeah, no, Nana. Ain't no Nana. Yeah, I'm from Kansas City. Yeah, so that's so Midwest. It's a Midwestern. Like, yeah, it's like, that's not, I was like, oh, it's Nana. Nana yeah. sounds so Nana. Yeah. Nana. Grandma. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. And then Paw Paw. I don't know. Yeah, that We no, don't, I don't do Paw Paw. Absolutely not. I was grand, what did I call him? I don't know. I mostly was like, hey, give you, you. man with, man with the snacks. Buy this, this, <laughs> you know, the child like this right here. Right. <sighs> Let's get into these topics. Let's do it. On lovebescott.com, the hottest topics or the most talked about topics of the week. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to start? Anywhere. Let's start. Okay. Well, Monique, we were talking about dicks and stuff. Okay. Sticks and dicks. Well. Monique tells Lee Daniels, Oprah, and Tyler Perry. To suck her dick. If she had one. If she had one. That's what she said. She clarified. Okay. I just feel like... Where is this coming from? I think it's... You know, she's still harboring the whole I was a blackballed in Hollywood all those years ago by Lee Daniels. And I guess she feels that Oprah and Tyler Perry are complicit in helping Lee keep her out of Hollywood, basically. Mm. And she's mad still. Ten years later. Mm. And ten I, years later after well, she I mean, it's not like ten years, but, you know. Yeah. I just... I don't... I... Like you got something better to do. Yeah. I'm torn. Like, I don't, I mean, number one, you don't talk about little baby Jesus, which, which is Oprah. Oprah. Like you don't like, I feel like if I say something negative about her right now, Oprah could hear it. Probably. So I'm like, I'm like, I just don't want to risk that. Like, mm. I don't want to have anything. Like I want to go to heaven <laughs> and I cannot speak negatively against Oprah. So right there, she's already just yeah. steered herself into the ditch. But isn't she already kind of in it though? Yeah. I mean, I think she's coming from a place of like, I don't have anything else to lose. Yeah. But I also think it's because she, the rumor was, or the situation, I don't know if it's a rumor because I've heard it from multiple sources, is that during the whole Precious Mm -hmm. um, promotion, when they were leading up to the Oscars and stuff, she was very difficult in terms of attending events or doing all the things she needed to do to play the game and to promote the movie and to, you know, work the system. Mm -hmm. So she was basically asking people to pay her a fee to show up at all these different things like fee and cover all this stuff and her entourage had to be flown out and all this like she she was she became such a thing Mm -hmm. that it was super difficult to get her to go to all the different award shows leading up to the oscars or different events or parties or whatever the circuit the circuit she didn't want she wanted to get paid to do every nook and cranny of the circuit Instead of playing, doing, doing like doing like everybody else does, mm-hmm. like being like, I'm grateful Just that as a black woman, I'm about to win the Oscar, which is not something that happens for us on a regular basis. Correct. So she was like, I'm just going. This is my moment to be difficult, make all the money I mm-hmm. can. So in a part of me, I can understand 
a part of that is I can understand because, you know, I do this for my coins and dollars. Right. But, however, I do also, like, sometimes when things are presented to me, you got to kind of weigh the overall good of the situation. Listen to what people, listen to the people who are trying to help you. And I think that, honestly, Lee was trying to help her, you know, and I think that's why the Oprah got in there because they were both connected to Precious. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it kind of did a wop wop. Okay. A wop wop. Okay. That's my new thing. This episode's called Wop Wop. Wop Wop. Um, so yeah, so I understand it in a way. And then she didn't want to shave her legs. Remember that whole thing? Oh my god. She had the hairiest like legs you could pop like it's like if you put like even for men legs, she she had hairier legs than most men. It was Mm -hmm. a lot. You could braid it down. You could literally braid her hair into you know, corn the visuals you could cornrow so far i just you could have cornrowed <laughs> her hair on her legs and her yeah. on armpits she did something she raised her arm or yeah. something she, on was, carpet. she was team natural before it was like a thing it was shocking yeah i mean i don't you know the women out there who do that and the men whatever if you do that's fine but i'm but if you're on the red carpet i'm sorry you got to shave your legs if you're going to play the game play the game mm-hmm. or at least trim it like make it look like you cannot have like an afro on your legs yeah. and underneath your arm. Fade, maybe like a two. Do, put it on a two, a one, a one or two. something. Yeah. So I think it was those type of things that really, you know. Catapulted everything yeah. to the forefront. And I get that too. But I also think that, I think it's interesting that Terrence Howard had an opportunity to defend mm. Lee. Mm. Uh, TMZ called. he didn't. Him. And he was like, hey, Monique can say what she wants. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't Lee kind of your boss? Wouldn't you think to be like you know Lee's a great person did we talk about when I ran into Lee and he was telling me to be careful about the things I say because people are rooting for me I don't think we talked about oh, it we talk- here oh, that, well but we talked about it now story. This, it. this is what happened anyway so what? So I met I think I first met Lee Daniels through my friendship with Mariah mm-hmm. I was at the after party for Precious at Tyler Perry's house up in the hills um, and you know Mariah was there and Lee was there and everybody was there. Um, and so that's how I first met him and, and, and engaged with him. But at that time, he expressed to me that he was a love muffin mm-hmm. and he quoted some of my videos and, you know, like how amazing I was and this, that and the other. Right. And so um, fast forward to years later, I'm at Earth the Earth Bar. Bar waiting for my this shake last year, last year. Was it? No, two oh, years year before. Ago. Two years yeah, ago. I was at Earth Bar waiting for my shake and he comes in, you know, very much so with the attitude. He's very important. You know, this was post empire. This is post empire. Empire had just started popping. And so he's coming in there like in earth bar and and people, let me tell you, give me the dynamic of earth bar in West Hollywood. No one gives a fuck about (laughs) who you are. You are going to get in line like everybody else. And if you try to skip somebody, they will call you out and read you for filth. So Lee comes in with this, like, you know, people do the one headphone in and the other one hanging down mm-hmm. type of old school moment. Mm-hmm. He comes in, skip this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching all this happen. And, you know, I was like, this is about to be a, a tickle. And so she was like, excuse me, excuse me, sir. I, pull, pull out your earplug. Thank you. I was in line. Can you get behind me? B- behind like she said, behind, <laughs> and I'm dying. So that happened, right? So he was mm-hmm. disheveled from that. Right. He turns to his left. He sees me, and I'm like, "Hey, Lee, how are you?" And he was like, "Hi, how are you?" I was like, "I'm good." I said, "You know, just in here waiting for my shake. I might go get a little shot, a little B12 shot in the back." He was like, "That's great. You look really nice. You're like you, you know, you're doing it." I was like, "Yeah, I've been doing it." And then he was like, "You know, I just wanted to say something to you." I said, "Okay, what is it?" <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I was on ready. I said, oh, I, know. I said, okay, what is it? And he said, you know, there are people that have been rooting for you and um, really love you that you need to be careful because those people, you know, those people may be less likely to help you because of how you run and what you run on your website. I said, oh, really? And I said to myself, I said, to, I said, I thought for a second. And then I said, no, I used to care what people thought and their opinions until I tried to pay my bills with them. And I couldn't. And so I run a business. I'm very successful. All the money I make goes to me, not an agent, not a manager, not an attorney, not a 360 deal, not a network. It's my coins. Right. And then I said to him, I said, for example, you're rooting for me, right? I haven't been on Empire. You had basically every other gay that could possibly have been on Empire. But moi, if you're rooting for me, if you're all up in my face when I see you when I'm with Mariah, why mm. doesn't that happen? People, Especially when he brought it up prior. Yeah, he brought it up prior and you're supposed to be a love muffin and all this stuff. But this is how people are fake and shady in this industry. Mm. They are. They, they, they are. You know, and also I feel that sometimes people like to use certain people that are not threatening to what they have going on. I have a big personality. I have a big mouth. I have a big presence. You know, you like, have big mouth. you know, fuck you. <laughs> and so that they don't want nobody to take, mm. you know, when I come in, like I p- kind of pull the gay from the room. Right. I'm, like, I'm the head gay. All the other gays <laughs> become support, subordinate gays. Not subordinate. To gay. the queen. When the queen walks in, you know, everyone else is like, okay, well, queen's here. I got to play it down. <laughs> or the theatrics you give are not as convincing when yeah. you have, you know, I'm Bob the Fabulous Queen like me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I digress. I said it to him and he was like, oh, he looked, really looked at me like someone had slapped him. I'm surprised you didn't, honestly. I ain't gonna slap him, girl. That could have done all type of things to his work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would have slapped him and it been a new face. Woo. <laughs> been like, Woo. Oh, like claymations. Okay, anyway. So, um, that being said, I can kind of feel what... There's. I feel like there's something. Yeah. I don't think people in general are too fond of Lee. Yeah. Outside of the people who are directly connected mm-hmm. to him. Right. That's just what I've gathered. Just from even like the little stories that kind of trickle out. Yeah. When know. there's smoke, there's fire. And so those, all the stories has been trickling out about Lee. There has to be some truth to it. And also Monique is the combination thereof. I mm-hmm. feel like Monique has a big personality. She's very aggressive about what she wants. Lee has a big personality and more maybe passive aggressive about things. I, mm-hmm. Lee strikes me as a person who's kind of passive aggressive. Like he will do stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, how you come into me telling me you are such a love muffin, a fan, support me. But yet you had every opportunity to have me on the show and right. you didn't. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, it could have been... Right. And probably worked against it. Yeah, and like, damn, they had Perez Hilton on the show. What does Perez got to do with a black show? I mean, I'm, I'm me and Perez are cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that he was on the show, for example. Mm-hmm. Something about he was doing some blog or something. They mentioned his blog or whatever the case may be. I was like, that would have been a perfect time to mention a black blog. Right. Or mention the person that you're always in my face saying you love me and you're rooting for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're rooting for me so much so that you're telling me about the content I should be running on my site. If you're going to say that to a person, you maybe you should, that person should be the person you would help first. Right. As opposed to going to everybody but that person you said you were going to help. And that, to me, represents who Lee is. I think that's fair. So, now, I, I mean, I don't know. 
I see Monique has her issues, but I also, I just gave you a tidbit, my personal insight into this person. And that's a part of what we bring on this podcast. Mm-hmm. This is an uncensored, unbarred, I'm just going to say what the truth is. I've been in this industry for 12 years, and I have had experiences with a great deal of people. And I never shared these experiences. Never shared it. Keep it to myself with friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. I keep the stuff to myself. But this is a perfect opportunity to talk about it. Just let it out. Because I'm making money from talking about these things. True. As opposed to waiting on somebody that, oh, pick me, choose me. I hope, I hope since you're rooting for me, you would come and come and get me on, you know, put me on your show. <laughs> Please, Lee. <laughs> you know. Anyway, I was I was gonna say something else, but I yeah, stopped that thought. I, I, yeah. I was about to say, you know, anytime I, you hear a little pause, I, mm. I was about to say something else, but then you know. Mm, anyway, too uncensored saving that for was HBO. Too, that's for the book. That'll be for the book. <laughs> I just finished my the the moment, the uh-huh. outline of the book. So uh-huh. I'm really excited about that. Hopefully, we should we should be hearing something soon mm-hmm. about the book situation. Yes, yes. Anyway, getting back to these topics. Back to the topic. So mm. we went from sometime we go. Like we, sometimes we get off the road and then we go right back, right? You know, try to get back on the road. I think we're still like on the path. Like we, we're on the, we're, we're getting there. We're on the dirt road we're right getting now. There. Okay. We're getting back to the interstate. But uh, speaking of the empire's moving time slots. Yes, it is. So they're moving to 8 PM mm-hmm. and then star the other show that I don't like. I've never seen it. I've seen one episode. I can't I've do it. Never seen, I've never seen it. I tune out of empire first season. I could do. Second season, hell to the no, no, no. When Cookie came down, whatever the season in was, cage, when she came down in a cage with a monkey suit on, oh my God. I was like, hell to the no, no, no. I turned it off. I was like, I can't do this. You literally have a black person coming down in a monkey suit <laughs> and they call us monkeys. I don't care what you were trying to say with it. Like, I just yeah, don't. Just you don't have to bad. sensationalize everything and you don't have to have every possible cameo in the yeah, world. They, they OD that season. Every celebrity does not have to stop it by. Stop it by. Stop it. Stop it by. Every celebrity don't have to stop it by in one episode. Yeah, it was a lot. They're like, and Michelle Obama. And, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> they had everybody. K. Michelle and this and that one. And then, you know, I was like, okay, there's too much going on. Yeah. You know. And I also think that, you know, Lee's very much so trying to figure out and do the um, Ryan the Murphy. Ryan. Oh, see, I was it's more Ryan Murphy. Rhymes, the, yeah. You know, trying to have his little night. Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. But a part of doing that is you have to produce quality oh, content. Yeah, the creative just, it's not there. Yeah. You got to, you know. It's not there. I mean, I didn't want to turn this into ragging on Lee moment, but the truth is the truth and it shall set you free. Right. I mean, well, shout out to Lee for, you know, keeping black actors and actresses employed for as long as he can. Mm-hmm. I will give him that. Yeah. Because, you know. But, let me tell you this too. Let me go ahead and say this. No, what? Shonda. Oh, I tried. <laughs> Shonda. I tried. I tried. Okay. I really did. Shonda was doing that first, you know, and she, you know, she was, she, she started figuring out, and and one of the first to say, regardless of whatever network it is on, if black people um, recognize or identify a show as being a black show or have a black lead, they will turn out in large numbers and watch that show. That's how we work. You know, word of mouth. We tell each other mm-hmm. this is a show on. It's about, you know, why wow, has it, you know, the Carrie Washington's lead and da, 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 And people watch because they identify as a black show. And mm-hmm. so all of these other networks started picking up on that and started doing the same thing. Right. And so that's when Lee came into play. It wasn't like Lee came up with the idea of, of trying well, to work. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that <clears throat> in terms of like, you know, 
that doesn't always work. Yeah. You see Rosewood is out. Shots mm-hmm. fired is out. You know, so I'm just saying that he did what he needed to do. And, right. you know, it's lasted this long. Yeah. I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it is. I mean, I'm just happy to see that at least we are appropriating our own culture. True. I don't know if you can, but no, I know what you mean. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying that you can, I know I'm saying he is appropriating because it's still a mockery. It's still a, you know, it's a misappropriation. It's like, yeah, it's not. It's more exploitation. Expo- yeah. Exploiting. Okay. At least we are exploiting Our ourselves yeah. as opposed to white people coming in and exploiting ourselves. Right. Well, they still exploiting us because they own the networks and everything like that. But I digress. Okay. Because Empire is a big old stereotype. Yeah. It's Huge a, stereotype. Every time. I'm like, I can't... I mean, we all have a cookie in our family. We don't need a cookie. We don't need to watch cookie on television. I can go back to North Carolina and find my cookie aunt <laughs> and watch her ass <laughs> for a good 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Anyway. Matt Jordan attacks Peter. Thomas. <laughs> Matt Jordan was the ex, I guess, boyfriend of Kenya Moore on the Housewives of Atlanta. And we all sh- saw that debacle, how things went all the way left. He's a nut. He's a nut. But you know one thing I would say? He look, he probably got some good dick. Well, you told her that. Yeah. And she confirmed it. <laughs> That's why she was fucking him in that truck. That, the backseat <laughs> of that pickup truck. <laughs> when that dick is good, you will crawl on back in that back of that pickup truck and get it in. You know how bougie Kenya is? My thing is like the, just the mechanics. He's, he's a really big guy. Mm-hmm. And she's a really, she has a really she's big a butt. Big, right. So I, it's... I just, it was a whole lot going on like that back Tetris, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Trying to... Just squish it on in. And rock it in. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me, switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Yeah, but she did say, you know, she confirmed with me and, you know, in various ways that he had a, a big old penis. And yeah, well, so he has a sex tape. He has a sex tape. He has a sex tape. No, you haven't seen it. It's supposed, you know, allegedly out there. You have? Yeah. Oh, from the back. It didn't show the No, it didn't show anything. Oh, okay. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. I was about to say, I was like, I how think... dare you? That is a betrayal of our friendship. Oh, that actually would have ended our friendship. If you had seen <laughs> the sex tape and or pictures of it, seen it his penis, say, his ding ding, and did not send it, you would be dismissed. Your services <laughs> would be no longer needed. And I would just finish everything. No, I would have seen oh. everything. You know, I'm serious about my dickopedia. <laughs> I have a dickopedia of dicks. I literally have, like, and especially if on my phone, I have to be careful when I'm trying to show someone, like, a picture of the house. I'm like, okay, let's, what's in front and behind it? A house, windows, big windows, old penis. dick. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> Tile, dick. Okay. <laughs> You're a mess. So, anyway, getting back to the story, Matt and Peter and Peter were doing an interview, a radio interview in Atlanta. Was it Atlanta? No, I oh, think Chicago? it was fucking Charlotte, I think. Okay, well, somewhere in the South. One of those. One cities. of those cities that I drove away from. I love my people. I'm born and raised there, but I was like, Laura, I don't know if I was a gay in the South, what my life would be. It would be so sad and bleak. I mean, you came back a day early, so. Child. 
When I tell you, I, I was like, he was like I can't I'm going to be it. back on Wednesday. And so I called him and he was like, I'm coming back today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the flight. I just I can't. I can't. I, was like, I need to get back to my like, life. Oh, okay. so anyway, so they were somewhere at a radio station and they proceed to start going back and forth. And then Matt just went into a rage. Yeah. He threw a water bottle and like walked mm-hmm. up on him and then. I walked up on him. He's like slam Peter. And then Peter grabbed a box opener mm-hmm. or a box cutter. Is it opener or a box opener? Cutter. Cutter, opener. whatever. And cut Matt on the finger. Allegedly. Allegedly. But he did. It looked like it. It looked like somebody cut and did something. See, it looked that. like he just dislocated it to me. Like, it looked like he mm. jammed it into the desk. But I don't know what happened. It right. was just... So they were... I mean, I was surprised that Peter could hold his own like that. Peter... I'm not. You know, He's Jamaican. I, Jamaican. I had full Someone said that on Peter. Facebook. Like, you, if you think you can run up on a Jamaican... I had full confidence in Peter. I yeah. really did. Yeah. But that's when I realized that Matt probably did have some good dick because <laughs> for you, you know what I mean? It's just something about it. It's like he just lost, like, it's just crazy, that crazy dick. He just well, get I don't in know, like, you know, like, but here's what you know, steroids, they can oh. affect things. And I'm not saying he is, I don't know for a fact, mm-hmm. but I could, I would have You can imagine it. Yeah. Oh, that also affects the ding ding too. Exactly. It kind of deflates it and, and like, it takes the, the uh, spunk out of it. Exactly. Pump. It's like a gummy worm. Yeah. It's more like limp. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> this episode, I don't know. Like we, I don't we know how we got there. <laughs> like a gummy worm. A gummy worm. Okay. Great. I just, I don't, I don't know. Speaking how of how we got there. We're going to new men or yeah, gummy worms. Gummy worms. Um, Brandy and her new man. She's dating this um, guy and he's a Baptist. Sir the Baptist. He started about, he used to be a choir director. I'm, I'm, Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm laying the foundation. <laughs> you know, okay. On the show, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. There's certain things I just know that people will have a lot to say about. But the moral of the story is, Brandy's dating this new guy, and everybody thinks he's gay. Yes. So, the majority, anytime we post about it, we posted about it, the majority of the comments was like, is he gay? Is he betting for... He ain't bad for my team. team. I, ain't, you know, people are like, well, I'm, I was gonna say something, but never mind. It looks a little sweet in the tank. So we have to just. Talk, I mean, it we is what it is. We're it. not gonna dance around just because I'm black and I'm gay and all the stuff. I'm, I mean, we are gonna talk about what you guys are talking about, and you guys, pun the internet, was talking about his sexuality. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about it? <laughs> as, I'm sitting, as I'm sitting here thinking like how can I say what I'm going to say <clears throat> I believe that everyone has a right to express their sexuality um, the way they want to at that time love is love love is love love wins I feel that I Brandy has not had the best of luck in relationships at all not at all she well, let's run let's run down oh, Love Muffin wrote it on Facebook I don't know if I can sum it up like they 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 summed it up but basically Brandy lied about one marriage mm-hmm. she had two failed engagements mm-hmm. and it was another something else happened she got divorced you know the first one she got divorced lied about one two failed engagements and here we are and here we are and now she's dating a former crowd director who mm-hmm. yeah it just it, <laughs> some. <laughs> Something about it, you know what I mean? I... <laughs> what did it for me was when he was like, with a video of him that you didn't post it. God, we were talking about how to post no, it. So, yeah, we, so, we, so this so video, a video came of out. him. It's a video. Go ahead, Tim. So, this video came out yesterday, I think. And um... <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. 
It was awkward. They were like hugged up. They were hugged up, and then they went for a kiss. But oh, he went for a kiss. He went for a kiss. Well, the, and she played back into it. Sort but of. then he went to her neck. To it. To but it never quite made cut, it. Where made it. It was supposed to. And go. He like nibbled. It's kind of like it came across like he's not experienced kissing a woman. I mean, um, Randy. <laughs> I mean, here's the way, I don't know. So I would I don't hate, know. I don't really want to assume somebody's sexuality. No. However, if it quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, yeah. it might be a gay duck. Yeah. And it's going whack, 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 whack. But there's another rumor on the internet saying that it's mm. all a PR stunt and that he's actually into um, Caucasian women. Oh. And he's using this opportunity to promote his album that mm-hmm. he and Brandy have a song on. That could be true. I mean, which, whatever it is, is off. But my thing is that we already have Kurt Franklin. We don't need another one. Yeah. We already have the hype man of gospel music. I don't need, oh Sir boy, the Baptist. Sir the Baptist. Yeah. Even though I did hit the song that Brandy did with him, Brandy can sing her ass off. I tried, but it was very, um. I know. But I mean, I'm talking, I listen oh, vocally. Oh, she sounds incredible. Vocally. She sounds incredible. Vocally, Brandy is the Bible. Like, she has the vocal Bible. I love her voice. It's amazing. God bless her. I just want her to have better luck with men. I'll be damned. I'll say this. I'm just going to say this. And this is the truth. And this is how I feel about it. I'll be damned if I get on the internet and parade somebody like John the Baptist. I mean, Sir the Baptist. John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be damned if that, that would be the one that I parade around. Mm. Because it's almost as if they knew they like they were punking us. And they, she knew how people would, would respond to that. And you would think after all of the fucked up relationships she's been in that she would kind of be a little more cautious. Cautious. she brings into the forefront. Right. But at the same time, Brandy does a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I don't understand. She's in her own... Like, one day I was watching her. She had posted a video somewhere. And she posted a video talking about how she's listening. She can only listen to herself. Okay. And she was re... Like, like teaching herself from her own songs. Like she was going back, reminiscing on the old song. That songs, is delusion. And she was going, ah, like she was like, ah, like you know, like cause you know she does all those layers, uh-huh. and she's like, ah, like going, ah, like I was like, what is happening? Mm. <sighs> what is happening? Know. What is happening? But bless you know, good luck to them. That video was crazy. Though. I was like, <laughs> if, like you go in for a kiss, and then. And if you saw this awkwardness before you posted it, why, why would, you, would post you, it? you post it? Let's do it again, baby. And this time, can you land it on my lips? On my neck, on my cheek, land it somewhere. Somewhere in my bosom. Somewhere. It was just. <laughs> I, you know. Well, you know, it's funny. When I start talking about biblical stuff like John the Baptist, I think of bosoms. And like, I start thinking about King James Version. <laughs> oh, my God. Thou art. Okay. Thou art going to the next topic. And the next Topic is L.A. Reid accused of sexual harassment. Surprising. Not. Not. What is surprising is his exit from Epic. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Especially because I think you just saw him. At I just thing. saw him. I saw him at Mariah's thing. I went to Mariah's thing at the catch and he was there, <coughs> um, you know, to celebrate her new record um, deal as well as her new label, MC Records. Are you OK over there? You falling apart? No, I'm OK. OK. Thank That's you. Nice. I need for you to hold I together. To my throat. OK. Damn it. All right. How's your tick? Worry about you. How's your dick's tick? You worry about you. Was it because of your dick? You You know what I'm saying? I was going to say something, but you know what? (laughs) If you keep the dicks out your mouth, maybe you wouldn't have to come here coughing like this. Well, you know, maybe. Okay. Maybe. That's what you've been doing. I know know what you've been doing in these streets. (laughs) You've been staying out late with the dicks in your mouth. Yeah, that's me. And you ain't been cutting me my percent. All the money you make, I have a 360 deal on you. (laughs) Any beaks you drop, any dicks you suck, I get a percent if it's paid. 
In case anybody wondered how I make the money, I do. <laughs> Thank you, B, for you welcome it out there. Any corner you work, yeah, I get that percent. Don't you ever forget it. Thank you. Moving back. The funny thing is that people are going to listen to this and be like, and "Oh, it. so that's how it happens." No, Denver, Denver has a boyfriend of four years. Um, is it four years? Two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Four years and a dog. He doesn't do that type of stuff. I mean, he. I'm sure he does that type of stuff, but not. Just not on the not, corner. Not on the corner. Mm-hmm. Not paid. Those days are over. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, so <laughs> I saw L.A. He was there, and then like the next week, the sex allegations came out first, and then his departure. No. Oh, departure came out first. Mm-hmm. The departure came <clears throat> first, and then people were like, oh, this is why he departed because the lawsuit came about where he was supposedly harassing an intern. Yeah, an assistant, assistant. intern at a holiday female party. assistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These men, in general, have been doing the most. Yeah. I guess men, in, like, the fact that, and you know they're doing the most because people, like, were not, like, they normalized Donald Trump talking about grabbing by the pussy. Mm-hmm. This is the mindset and the society that we live in. Like, women have been socialized to expect and explain, you know, like, I hate, I hate right. that whole environment. Like, this is something that people should be outraged about. This is not normal. It shouldn't be just because it happens all the time. This is not normal. Molestation happens all the time. It's not normal. Right. It should not be something that we're like, oh, okay, just because in, in every family almost somebody has been, it's a lot. It's prevalent. It, it, it is. More so, than people talk about. Yeah. Like, you know, these type of <clears throat> sexual harassment, molestation, rape is like, it all makes me feel super uncomfortable, and I hate when people norm, you know, normalize it. Well, what I think is interesting is that, you know, Dr. Luke, he's with Sony, and the whole Kesha thing, you know, she brought forth the lawsuit, all that. You know, they, Sony, adamantly, you know, stood behind Luke, and he's still there in some capacity. But then L.A.'s out based off of one allegation. It must have been solid. So I just, I wonder if it's solid. Or they want him or, to go anyway. Or if they're like that <clears throat> or if they're like okay we can't do this again so you just you gotta go right you know it's interesting true speaking of gotta go who scandal is ending after season season seven yeah i'm kind of sad about that like there was one season where they lost i think everybody when she got kidnapped but not really mm-hmm. but this last season it was good it's been it's been on it i tune in and out of scandal yeah i'm I kind of like it went from must see tv to i'll see it if it's on mm-hmm it's like, I don't turn it off. I don't switch the channel. But, like, I jump in and out of it, like, double dutch. I'm like, I go in for a little while, and then I hit it. But how somewhere. can you do that with that show? Because it's so, like, linear. I know. You just don't give fuck. I don't give fuck. I mean, it's like it's, <laughs> it's like it turned into, like, background television. Yeah. Like, where you're not really paying attention to it, but it's familiar because you kind of know the people. Oh, not for me. I'm invested. You're invested? Still. I'm not. Yeah, so I'm sad. Yeah. But, you know, it happens. It's about seven seasons. It's normal, a typical run. Yeah, I'm glad that they're choosing to end it. That way they can plan Mm -hmm. it out and make sure that it ends appropriately versus Mm -hmm. the network being like, okay, it's time to go. Speaking of things being canceled. Who? Andy Cohen speaks on Phaedra getting fired. He did. She was canceled. She was. Break that down. What happened? Um, I mean, nothing. I mean, you know, he said she was fired. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the story came out as it came out. Uh, But at the NBC Upfronts this week, Andy spoke on it. And he was like, you know, basically it came down to... How do you record a show with a woman who nobody wants to work with? Mm. And so that's just what led to the decision, I guess. I agree. <clears throat> and, I mean, and, and after watching Reunion, I'm not going to dwell on this, but it's just like her lies were so deep and so just out of nowhere that it really and also just so 
I mean, they, it could, those type of lies saying you try to drug and rape somebody can destroy someone's life. You can go to jail. Like, normally when someone makes a rape allegation, that person is never looked at the same again. That's why right. it's a two sort, like, it's like a two edged thing. It's like, you have to be careful on both sides. You have to take the person who has allegedly been raped, mm-hmm. you know, very, take that very seriously. But you also have to take the making those type of allegations very seriously because they're the type of allegations that just stick and never, right. that person can never shake them. Right. So drugging and raping somebody is a serious allegation <clears throat> that was not based. Like no one told her. She made that up herself. And she said right. that she, Candy said that to her. Right. And I'm like, that is, there's no way to go back from that. Like, for me... No, like, and, and even if you take it, like, out of context of the show, like, if you were to hear that about somebody, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's not Phaedra, whether it's not Candy, if somebody says, hey, this person tried to drug and rape a person, you're absolutely right. You're not going to look at that person the same way. I think because it's reality TV, you know, we as viewers are a little bit desensitized to the severity of what's being said. Mm-hmm. But if you take it out of that context, that's very serious. It's serious. And, you know, I once again, I just want to say that was our exclusive. (laughs) I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Yep. Okay. Okay. Moving along to the next one. Dave Chappelle. He fucked up. He said he admits he fucked up telling America to give Donald Trump a chance as president. Yeah, he did. He did. To say the least. He fucked up a lot. Like, he just fucked up in general. Like, this whole, like, going away for this extended period of time when he had an amazing show that was one of my favorite shows ever. I get you need a moment to get your sanity together, but like now you're back and I don't know if I want you. Like, it's like, I like him and he's still funny, but it's kind of like, mm. yeah, I saw the little stand up things. It was yeah. now you're older and I feel like <laughs> people have, you know, the novelty of it all has played out yeah. and what he said was true. Like get out basically took his whole stick and now is making it into a movie series. And so it's more than just the stick. It's more, it's like that humor. Yeah. Like they, it's a, a tone of it. Yeah. That th- people have already pulled and and run and For ran sure. with. It. I mean, I think he influenced an entire generation, and now, especially with so- with social media, there are comedians everywhere. Yep, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to. It's harder to come back, even though it's something you created and helped launch. It's like now we like, well, we don't know unless they need you. We don't need you. Yeah, we now have X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z doing it, and we're used to them now. So mm, and they on Instagram. Exactly. So that part. But anyway, so I mean, at least he admitted I admitted that. I mean, nothing fucked up is the least. Right. And what did um, Obama just say something today about Donald Trump? Well, he didn't say something, but there's an interview that came out. The of bullshitter. In which people close to Obama said that Obama said that Donald Trump is a bullshitter. Mm-hmm. Which, duh. And the truth is, a lot of, I mean, w- there's a, a good portion of white people in this country that would rather have a bullshitter like Donald Trump than have a competent, you know, liberal person or a competent or a person that represents anything that is pro people of color, pro LGBT, pro immigrant, any of that. So they so they would rather have an idiot in place if that idiot is going to reinforce a nationalist nationalist white agenda. Mm -hmm. But But what people don't understand is that if okay, if that's something you wanted to do that's something that should have, like, it's too late. It's too late. Like, there's no way to go back. It's done. It's like, the country is getting browner. The country is getting gayer. The country is built on immigrants. Well, and women are taking over. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. it took over. It's yeah. done. 
like you okay sure you demonize hillary and she's not gonna do it but it's gonna be somebody else it's not it's like come on and if you look at the tech industry that's i mean there's a major players major women ceos in the tech industry and just in businesses in general yeah in in higher education yeah so things are changing like people Mm -hmm. are here to stay you can't you what you gonna do (laughs) what you gonna do do? unless you want a civil war right i mean i'm actually like i wouldn't be opposed to like a civil war no no. i'm opposed to civil war but i wouldn't be opposed to like the blue states popping off from the red states let let the let them do whatever they want to do with each other and we can be cultured on the over here you know but that is never going to work that way because California is the, the, the global, the economy. It is the economy. It is yeah. the economy of the United States. <laughs> and they got the nerd to try to tell us what to do and talk about immigrants. <laughs> well, anyway, Trump's on his way out. Thanks to Comey. We hope. We ho- Right. We hope. <clears throat> because the thing is, they don't have any type of, we have Democrats don't have the House, don't have the Senate, don't have the presidency. Yeah, it's going to be hard to try to go down this road. But I feel like because Trump is such a buffoon, because it, it should have already been an impeachment. Oh, it, should have been it should have been an impeachment proceedings already. But it's just the fact that they have not been pushing anything forward. Mm-hmm. But you can't. Donald Trump can't help himself. Right. He's so much of an idiot. You're literally going to tell the head of the FBI in some type of recorded situation, like basically people knew they were meeting mm-hmm. at this time. He, How stupid would you be to say, I want you to drop it? <laughs> you can't say that. You can say that. You can't that. allude to you it. Can't you allude can't allude to it. You can't say it. You can maybe say it through your peoples. Right. They can apply it in a roundabout way where there would be no formal record of it. Right. But you definitely can't have a meeting schedule. No, it's not a business lunch. Like you, you, can't, you can't just... So, by the way, can you drop an investigation Listen. that you have against me? Like, What? <laughs> and what I'm afraid of is that I just hate the message that it sends to the youth. Yeah. Like the youth is uh, seeing the president in the United States do whatever the hell he wants to do. And that makes you think, why do I have to follow any of these rules? What's that? For me, like I'm sitting here, like all the money I make, I got to pay taxes on that money. I'm looking at Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump Donald Trump's orange ass, not paying tax. Like, I'm like, what? do you know how much more I could do with that money I have to pay taxes right. on? What? So that's just one thing. But if you see a person like, I don't follow any of these rules, none of this matters, the youth are seeing that. And they're like, why do I have to follow the rules in and school? bad enough as it is. Yeah. Like, why do I have to do any of this stuff these adults are telling me to do when they have the president of the United States not doing, following any of the laws of the land? Yeah. The, re- the ramifications of Donald Trump's presidency are going to be felt. That's why we got to get him up out of here. For forever. We have to. It's got to go. And it also shows that how powerless we are once a president has been put into office. And that's what I think is really interesting to me. You know, not to not to drag this on, but it's it's kind of mind blowing how the system that we've, you know, used to function for so long just seemingly does not work right now. Mm. And is it did it only work because we were complicit in the system? Like once somebody decides the system isn't going to work, it just doesn't work right like that's really interesting to me because there was a lot of um integrity involved and um people following you know what i mean following the the, the kind of unsaid or not necessarily written out rules you know how right. things should you know formalities right and he just said bump it and i'm just gonna do whatever i want and it's just it just makes it makes me sad like you know that 
this is who we have as the president of the United States. We're supposed to, we're the ones going around the world telling people be like us, be like us, you know, you know, be democratic and these values that we're projecting. Meanwhile, we have an idiot in, in the presidency. Like I would even have, I would, as long as you're not an I- idiot, I could deal with a conservative, me too, intelligent person. Like least have some type of fucking decency about what you're doing. Right. Like it's just everything he's, it is, it's almost like he's seen now. It looks like it's something is wrong. Like something is not. He might, <clears throat> he might be. That's a mental illness a going on. on. Spectrum in one way. Some way. But anyway, getting to the spectrum, the spectrum of say what, say what now. now, say what now. Man sues date for texting during Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He was mad as hell. Mad as hell. So she was texting through the whole movie? Basically, he took her. He's a man in Texas. He took her out on a date. Mm-hmm. And she was texting the whole time. Mm. And so he was like, hey, so can you take that outside? And she was like, okay. And so she went outside, left. They rode in her car, but she left because she was over it. Oh, wow. And so according to her, he called her to get the money back for the ticket. Mm-hmm. $17.31. Mm-hmm. And she was like, absolutely not. You took me out on a date. Fuck you. So then he called her little sister <laughs> to, to try to get the money. Okay. And so, you know, the sister was like, this has nothing to do with me. So now he is suing her. A small claims court. For the $17.31. I know, that's right. Ticket. I know, that's she right. is taking out a restraining order on him because he came at her sister. Oh, wow. Her little sister. Wow. And that is a little crazy, though. Yeah. He's nuts. That's a little crazy. But you know what I do now in movie theaters? Like when, so there was a, one of the episodes that was talking about it, but I will talk to the little person that walks around. If mm. someone's texting, if someone's being loud, someone goes to sleep, I will go tell them. Oh, I'm the king of. Yeah. Get him. Right. Yeah. Or get up and walk out and get somebody, come back, sit back down and have it. I'm not, I'm not going to deal with the crazy myself, but I will report the crazy. Yeah. Because people, I've seen situations where someone tells somebody to be quiet or something and they mm-hmm. start fighting. And the and world is too crazy to insert to yourself into Mm-mm. anything. We already saw that Matt and Peter fight. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be cut with a box cutter. Okay. So, well, on that note, on we that have went note, through all the topics. We have. Love Muffins, please continue to listen to our podcast and to visit Lovey Scott on a daily basis. LoveyScott.com. Yes, yes. Yep. And in addition to that, go to iTunes. Subscribe. Wait. Rate, review. Feed us little funny things. Tap a friend, tell them about us. And of course, double kisses. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the B Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. Thank you.